0: Hello, everyone. Yes, by the sound of that music, you know it means that it is time for another episode of Deadpan Studio presents by Deadpan Studio Podcasts. Uh, tonight, uh, we've got a really cool interview with Miss uh, McLean Lessenberry. That's right. She, I asked her how to pronounce that, and she said just like Die Hard. And I went, "Oh, this interview's going to be fun." So, <laughs> McLean Lessenberry. Um, she is a local uh, personality here. And I say personality. I don't mean like she's big, you know, huge, famous type of person. But uh, I tell you what, she is making rounds here uh, in the town of Glasgow, Kentucky. Um, she is the head of Barron County Tourism. She is also. I mean, she's got her hands in a number of different organizations uh, around here, including political. Just and just, she's a huge, huge. Backer of local business, so tonight it's uh, it's going to be a very cool interview. I'm very happy uh, with the way it turned out. We were all very nervous about this because, of course, we've never met each other or anything like that. Uh, well, I take that back. She kind of knew me through my girlfriend because of where my girlfriend works. So, but anyway, <laughs> it was a very it was very fun. We thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed getting to speak with her and I hope she wants to come on here again so let's get the business uh, business out of the way and uh, let's get her on here so you all can enjoy getting to know her a little bit better just like we did all right so of course if you'd like to get a hold of us we have our email at deadpan studio 18 at gmail.com we've got our social media at deadpan studio 18 on Facebook Twitter and Instagram uh, now if you're listening to us you're obviously on one of the streaming services that carries us but we have. 14 so far, Um, which some of them include iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcast, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube, woohoo, Podbean, as well as Amazon Music. So check us out. Find that black and white logo, and you've got us. Anyway, without further ado, please welcome and enjoy our interview with with uh, uh, Miss McLean Lessenberry. hello everybody uh welcome to deadpan studio presents Woo! i know we've already recorded an intro to this but i had to just hmm, i don't know reemphasize this show because we've talked to a bunch of really cool people already this season but we've got another one we've got a cool voice cool people cat says cool voices of cool people right no that's not right i know it's not right
1: <laughs> i just told you that two seconds ago
0: i know okay
1: i'm gonna update some stuff you'll see the tagline soon awesome
0: uh anyway tonight we do have somebody who's very cool they've done cool things and she's got a very cool voice uh she's into a lot of things and that's just how she rolls apparently uh which is a great thing she's uh, also the director of the glasgow baron county tourism and her name is mclean lessenberry welcome to the show
2: hi thank you so much
0: Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight. Um, Now, that's one of the big reasons I wanted to to talk to you and have you on here is because you do. You have your hands in a lot of different things. And uh, the fact that you're able to do so much and so driven to do so many things, I thought was very cool. Because not a lot of people can do that. And you know your limits. So,
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate you guys having me.
0: Well, um some of the things I wanted to talk to you about tonight are some of the things that you've done. How, uh, however, I wanted to start with something that was, I think honestly was one of the coolest things that you had a part in was the mural on the fine arts bistro building the side of it. It's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. How did that come about?
2: (laughs) Um, okay. So that was a, project that I really, really had wanted to do since I started um, my job with Glasgow Barron County Tourism, which was um, almost a year and a half ago, um, was just to really emphasize the need for public art in Glasgow, and especially in our downtown area, as we are trying to you know, kind of revitalize it and draw more young people, and especially from the tourism perspective, that's something that I love when I go travel and visit other places. I always want to take a picture of a mural or find public art in some aspect. Um, So really, once coronavirus hit and things kind of shut down and we were, um, you know, trying to hit things from a different perspective than normal, it just seemed kind of like the perfect time to to go after some of those projects. And we do have more coming. Um, that's definitely mm. on the priority list for uh, this next year. Um, but we wanted a really big statement piece to kind of kick off our campaign for public art. And we felt like a huge welcome to Glasgow on the right there on the downtown square was the perfect way to do it.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's
1: a good spot for it. That's art downtown artwork or just, Town artwork is one of my most favorite things when you're driving through a town. Even when you grew up, and I grew up in uh, Bowling Green, and there's this one building. It, I guess it's a cattle auction place, but they have this funny mural of cows sitting at a bar drinking, and they're all cartoon-like, <laughs> c- cartoon-style. And I, yeah, whenever we travel, I love little downtowns. Because they're just, I don't know, just something about little downtowns are just so much fun. And I absolutely love seeing artwork because it's like, and it's, it's an expression of the town. It can show some of their history without having to like research it. You can just be like, oh, they did this or, oh, they're involved in this. And, you know, it's really cool and gets you more interested in what they're about. I really like downtown. I really like artwork like that, like on walls and stuff.
2: Really me cool. too and I liked that I love our you know historic square I think it's really charming but I've visited so many places that have a great balance between the historic side of it and you know kind of the new vibrancy people mm-hmm. are bringing to it and I think we can do that here and that was kind of part of um, why we wanted it to be giant and vibrant and <laughs> kind of like what you said it is the perfect place. There are two stoplights right there. You see it once you come from out of town onto the square. So, I'm yeah. glad you. I'm glad you agree. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely into mixing the old with the new. So there's like a little, little bit of something for everybody because you can see yeah. like the historic parts, but it's not run down feeling. You know, it's right Absolutely. updated and fresh, but you keep the spirits of how it all started.
2: Yes, I agree, 100. percent
0: yeah, because we uh, we went to uh, Paducah a few years ago on vacation, and along their waterfront is just this amazing. It's just a very long uh, wall that separates uh, the water oh, yeah, from. Paducah. I was, yeah.
1: I was thinking the wrong town, but yeah. Oh yeah. The this water was from the little town. Yeah. It was the coolest wall. It had um, little walkways, so they had like a, a river, and then they had um, like stone bleachers and then grassy areas where you could bring your own blankets and chairs and then they had little picnic tables and then there was like the downtown where you you know there were some restaurants some shopping some ice cream and then there was little like doorways which you know if they needed to they could close off but you could walk you could walk and kind of see the history of the town and then if you wanted to go see the water you could go through they were actually playing and this was one of the coolest things i've ever seen they're actually playing harry potter On this inflatable, um, inflatable projector or projection screen. Projection screen. So they were were projecting it, but it was on this inflatable thing, and it was.
0: And what caught (laughs) our attention was Harry Potter music. (laughs) Yeah, we were walking on the opposite side of the wall, and we were like, "Do we hear Harry Potter music? Are we insane?" Like, what's going on?
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, that sounds like the dream. That sounds great. That's really. (laughs)
1: That'd be something to. Well, I mean, obviously, we don't have a river downtown, but, you know, something like that would be cool to look into, you know, after big gatherings are okay again.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that would draw in the
1: kids and then that are watching now. I mean, I'm not talking Harry Potter specifically, like, I'm sure they had to get the rights to it. But just playing something that people watched, that older people that live in this town watched. You know, when they were younger, and now they have kids, they have grandkids, nieces and nephews, Uh, you know.
2: Well, I know Parks and Rec here in Glasgow has done a couple of things like that, but they're always mm -hmm. in the which I think is cool, too, because it's, you know, a reason to go into the green space at some of the parks that you wouldn't normally go to for anything at night or yeah, like
1: that. Yeah, absolutely. I love little events and little fairs and stuff. I'm sad that we're not really getting that this year, but I think it'll be even better. Next year, because every everyone from the tiniest little local downtown fair to like the biggest convention, I think everyone's going to put more effort in next year to make it make up for not being able to do anything this year. Oh yeah, you. So <laughs> You're like,
2: correct. Yeah, yeah we got a year to put everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, now talking about the arts and some of your interests, uh, so, so tell us a little bit about your background that might that you think might have just led you into doing some of these different things?
2: Sure. Um, So I'm Glasgow born and bred. Um, Went to Glasgow High School. My parents live here. My dad's whole family is here. Um, I loved growing up here. Um, Went away to undergraduate at Wake Forest in North Carolina and majored in psychology and then minored in dance and entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. So none of those really have to do necessarily directly (laughs) with what I'm doing.
0: Oh, psychology uh, does. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. so That's why I did it. I think psychology goes with literally everything. You can apply it to anything you want. Um, And I kind of did an emphasis with like business psych. So organizational development. And um, that mixed with the entrepreneurial minor, I did my MBA at UofL. Um, And then I moved home. And I've always wanted to move back to Glasgow. Um, but once I kind of got into the career path that I wanted to do with internships and other things, I was, um, a little worried that it was going to be hard for me to find something that fit into that career wise here. You know, I mean, any small town, rural Kentucky, it's not like digital marketing is super big. I don't want that kind of specifically in, um, but this job opened up right when I was moving home with uh, Glasgow Barron County Tourism, and it's just, it, it's really perfect fit because it's a great mix of, you know, you have to love where you're from, you have to love where you are in your city, and then, I mean, it's a marketing job, essentially. So it's pretty perfect, and um, I'm really glad that it worked out that way. I think the universe the universe had something to do with that, because it opened up right <laughs> when
0: it was like here you go here's a perfect job (laughs) what i think one of the coolest parts uh, of it is uh you know your age and i'm not trying to be an ageist or anything like that but you know it's it's sort of like the old guard is finally allowing some of the younger generation to come and take the reins on some things like that with new ideas new creativity new you know direction new drive and i think the fact that you're in that position right there which could have you know obviously been with somebody who had um uh, oh i hate saying because it it, this word because it always sends shivers down my spine experience <laughs> <laughs> how do you get experience until unless you work it
1: <laughs> i had 20 years experience by age 18 was like, right. Right. it's like how it's <laughs> like they scream at us to get all these higher education you know but then they don't give us jobs
2: yeah <laughs> and i feel like the good thing about this job, though, is that it's such a kind of off the wall job that I did feel like I had experience. Like, I, you know, my background was in marketing. I'd done social media marketing for a bunch of different places, you know, just through college and um, through my MBA. And then this sounds crazy, but I was in the service industry for forever for like five years before starting this job. So I-, I feel like that customer service skills key in this job. And then really it's just knowing a lot about, you know, where you are about Costco and Barron County and having the passion, I guess, to really pursue um, new ideas and things. So I felt like I did have experience, although it wasn't directly on paper right. within some industry. So. Yeah.
0: And it, it you were, you mentioned that you have to, you know, kind of, especially in the job that you're in, that you have to love, you know, where you're from uh, or at least love the area that you're in. Uh, because it's what you're doing is you're sort of taking the old and you are making it new for a future generation. And that's, you know, the generation you're in and sort of, you know, what you're going to finish spending the rest of your life in, you kind of want to make it new and fresh. So.
2: Yeah.
1: have something really cool for the, you know, few generations after you and then they'll, and then what you did will be considered old and then they'll start over and, 50, 60 years.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think, too, like, this – being in this shop has definitely made me realize, okay, when we are in 50 years from now and I'm watching someone else do it, I need to be very open-minded that now we're letting young ideas in, kind of what Matt was saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that def- I mean, being young and um, in this field and just kind of in the – um sort of semi-government entity profession here definitely has lots of challenges. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I can only imagine. Uh, so one of the, uh, of course we're, you're talking about ideas. Um, obviously um, it's been out of there. You're one of three people who withdrew from the race. Uh, of course uh, in all the articles that I read, it's just you have your, Like I mentioned before, you have your hand in a lot of things, and sometimes you kind of have to step back uh, from things that you feel are more important. And, uh, it's you know, obviously this is something that you can always revisit later. But I I was just – I was always curious uh, because sometimes I stay so busy that I kind of lose my connection to the things that go on around here. I'm sorry, community. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But sort of what was your – idea for the community ideas and things that you wanted to bring to the council.
2: Sure. Um, So the main reason that I was running um, was simply that younger representation is much, much needed on city council. Um, I'm sure you guys can 100% relate. Mm -hmm. A lot of times here, people recognize that we need young people to survive And thrive but even just to survive to make sure our you know town is here in 15 years and they know that we need young people but then when we ask excuse me when they ask what we want and we tell them half the time they're like oh no you don't actually want that
1: no no we're not gonna do that
2: (laughs) just you know I feel like I'm very much one of those people that okay if this is what we want to do we're gonna figure out how to do it whether it's grants whether it's donations contributions sponsors whatever we're gonna figure it out and i feel like we need some of that on city council versus getting bogged down in so much political crap
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: really
1: <blunt>. for
0: sure <laughs> <laughs> straight up
2: <laughs> absolutely um but you know i think too it's young people want to be represented just like any demographic wants to be represented you know, in their local government for sure. Um, and I think we need people to do that.
0: Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. And it, it, to me, it, it almost seems like, uh, and I hate to use the word activist. Um, I, I can't, I don't I can't, just can't think of another word to use for that, but it's, you know, sometimes uh, you're really driven in order to implement your ideas, uh, you know, to me, um, I guess that's why you're, uh, I read that you're a part of Emerge Kentucky. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, I graduated from Emerge two years ago, and no, a year and a half ago, and I'm on their board currently.
0: And for those that don't know, the, uh, it's it's a big group of women who are running for uh, political office under the Democratic ballot, correct?
2: Um, Kind of. So kind Emerge is a national organization, but we're in almost every state at this point. So we have a Kentucky um, chapter, kind of. And basically it's a training program that, um, finds democratic women that want to run for office and they train you on how to do that.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah. It
2: that's... is pretty. I mean, it is cool. So it's everything from school board up to like our current Lieutenant Governor, Jacqueline Coleman is an Emerge grad. Right. That's
0: very tech. cool. I don't care yeah. what side of the fence, uh, you know, you lean on that's, that's just very cool. Uh, period. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. G- giving them the tools to do it because you know anyone can have really good ideas, but if you don't know
0: how to get it into it, it helps provide uh, you know. a way for them to implement these ideas. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a great program. Yeah,
0: and I guess that's. Uh, <laughs> I read that you're also recognized as a community leader by the Lead Forward Committee. Congratulations! By that.
2: Oh sure, thank you <laughs> very much. Do your applause, on Oh yeah. That-
0: <laughs> Sometimes I get lost in the conversation uh, because I'm enjoying it and uh, I forget to do he, sound effects.
1: How <laughs> sound effects? Never uses them. That was
2: very unexpected. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that is um, through the Glasgow Grand County Chamber of Commerce. They have a leadership program. Um, so they basically do monthly, I think it's a nine-month program, and they do monthly days where you know, they take you and show you a whole new aspect of Barron County in some way. And it was really neat. I mean, I feel like I know a lot about Barron County, obviously with my job, but I learned all kinds of stuff on those. So it, I fully endorse that program. It was a great experience.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so in a lot of these different things, it, it, of course, we're running with ideas. Um for lack of a better term, it's almost like you're seeking some changes for the community. Are there any specific ideas uh, that you're wa- uh, hoping will happen or that you are yourself hoping to create?
2: Um, I don't know about extremely specific ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm more of, you know, kind of what is the end goal and who do we need to help get to that point? And I think all in all for me, the end goal is to make Glasgow somewhere that's desirable you know to live to visit any of those things because I mean I'm sure you all had similar experiences growing up everyone's like I can't wait to get out of here never coming back yada 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 and I always loved Glasgow so much that um, I could never really relate to that but yeah. I think part of it is okay Where where would you want to live and why would you want to live there and let's bring whatever that is here because yeah. we definitely do it and
0: mm-hmm. I think some of the things that might do that is bringing in different types of businesses uh, I know we've spent you know our entire you know existence being uh, almost being a tobacco uh, area as well as of course that was most Kentucky uh, but mm-hmm. also industrial with uh, the different factories and things like that um, but now we're it seems like the city's trying to lean more towards trying to bring in, you know, people from out of here. So it's almost trying to be like a... Uh, I'm struggling trying to think of the right term, but like when you're driving down the highway and you see the sign, uh, the signs that have the different options for you to be able to stop and see, it seems like that Glasgow's really trying to expand on that. And right now, honestly, I think we're kind of stuck trying to add... Uh, <laughs> Uh, fast food places, which I think we need. You know, (laughs) my idea is to have a better quality restaurant here. I know we've got a few locals, and I support local one hundred percent. Very tasty. Yes. (laughs) So absolutely. Go ahead.
2: (laughs) I was gonna say my number one thing. I eat dinner at like nine p.m. I would love to be able to go eat at that time anywhere oh <laughs> it's not yeah and it not
0: close in 30 minutes or already be closed like yeah and that's one of the things that's tough a lot of these local businesses you know i personally which I, i'm not knocking them by any means uh but it's like when i get off work on the weekend i get off work at 12 or one o'clock everything's closed
1: <laughs> yeah like everything all the cool stuff i would want to go to that's local is like You know, I guess some people run shops and stuff more as a a hobby. They're not like... A second income, third income maybe. They're not relying on it so heavily for like every single penny they have. But it's kind of like, I'd really like to go to your store, but it's always closed. Right,
2: but that's more of something young people want. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what I was talking about. It's more just bigger picture And kind of making Glasgow more progressive, not necessarily in a political sense, although Mm. I would like that, but (laughs) I've seen it in more of, you know, coming up to the times and trying to be ahead of the game on some things versus constantly catching up to those around us. Because that's kind of, you know, we have a history of being such a leader in South Central Kentucky. And then we've kind of fallen to the wayside where we are constantly just trying to get back up to pace with all those around us and there's really no reason why we can be a leader
0: oh yeah i agree i mean just in itself having some good local businesses that can be open later you know whether it's a restaurant or a clothing store antique store antique store yeah and like
1: <laughs> there's lots of like i guess old people activities quote (laughs) quote unquote quote unquote (laughs) that I'd love to be able to do like on the weekends when I have time and I'm not like (laughs) exhausted you know from working I'd love to I love antique stores
2: (laughs) yeah and a lot of it too is like young people want to be able to like park downtown go to dinner Mm -hmm. you know go grab a beer shop do all these different things versus driving from one side of Glasgow to the other not that that's <laughs> an extremely long car ride yeah. but you you want to be able to enjoy downtown and i think that's also to to what matt said a lot of it is filling arch square back up and making mm-hmm. sure that it's full and vibrant and kind of like a bustling retail and food area because all of your local downtowns that are really successful. That's what they are.
0: Yeah. I tell you one of my most favorite memories of the Paducah trip was the fact that we were walking down the main strip there. And of course it was the old town part of it, which was, you know, the historic buildings and things like that, that just made for a great atmosphere. But they had, you know, things, not just like bars and stuff like that, but they had an ice cream parlor, 8.30 at night, soft serve ice cream, we could go in. Like line out the door. Oh was... my gosh, it was so nice, and the, the atmosphere was amazing just to walk in there and walk out, see such a beautiful area, and just sit there with a the person that, you know, your significant other or your a friend, somebody, and just being able to take that in, and I think that's something that Glasgow's sorely lacking. We're starting to get some of that. Yeah. Um, well, but... it'd be cool to go to,
1: it's nice to go to a downtown place. When it's, you know, six, seven, eight o'clock and it not be shut down and maybe like one place is open because then you're just kind of like, oh, let's walk around for five minutes and then leave right. or just drive through it to the places that are open, which I mean, you know, I'm open to many forms of entertainment and I've eaten it almost every one in town. But, you know, there's something, you know, especially if they have like flowers and lights and, you know, cool old lamps and stuff, it, there's something so cool about being downtown when there's people and it's like nighttime it's not just like empty and there's like one place open or two places and it's like just food and drink and you're like well i don't want to just sit inside and drink like you know you want to walk around and have other people there like it's kind of weird to just go i guess i'm trying to say it's not creepy if there's a bunch of places (laughs) open no (laughs) there's a bunch of lights like you know you know, it's cool to go there in the daytime, but like if you work or, you know, got your kids or something, you can't always go there in the daytime. You'd like to go there at night and actually have things to do and oh, yeah. socialize with people, meet up with your friends, you know, yeah. you know, have a have a communal place that, you know, you can walk to multiple places and you don't have to drive. You can park in one place, go all around, sit on a bench, hang out, get some dinner you know window shop a little bit and then you know spend a couple of hours down there take a picture with the cool murals um and you, then go. you've home. just
0: pretty much created a commercial if we fill up every store <laughs> on the square <laughs> well
1: there i mean there's a bunch of stores down there and i'm not asking for every single store down there to be open till like nine o'clock every day that's silly but you know if some of you guys stayed open a little bit later <laughs> i mean how cool would
0: it be if you're listening to the radio and say Kelly has decided she's taken the evening shift at Kelly McKay has taken the evening shift uh, to do a show and the, you know, it's dark outside, but she looks out the window and she sees the lights of the downtown area lit up with people just hustling and bustling around, just having a good time. How beautiful would that scene be?
2: Yeah. And that's the goal. I mean, and you were kind of mentioning cat like lights and, that's one thing that there's a group of us kinda of working on is getting some of those like string lights all around mm-hmm. the square and just and that's kinda of mm. what I meant about for me it's more big idea is um you know, all kinds of little little bitty projects like that turn into okay, well, that's somewhere that, you know, maybe I would wanna live or at least I'd wanna go visit on the weekend.
0: Yeah. Or at least, you know, try to not, you know, dissing bowling green, but it, a way to keep people in town instead of driving 30 minutes away to have a good time. I mean, I love bowling green, but if there was more here, you know. Yeah.
2: It, well, and I think that gets really misconstrued too is a lot of people who are older generation here kind of act like young people want Glasgow to be bowling green, and I don't know anyone that wants Glasgow to be bowling green.
1: I don't I mean, think are, that, well, I don't think that's possible. I mean, bowling green is Bowling Green, they have their own history. They have their own, you know, their own downtown that I think is pretty vibrant. um It's one of my favorite places to go. Um, yeah, but I mean, Bowling is
2: the yeah. third largest city in the state, and mm-hmm. we're a cute little small town. I mean, yeah. it's just totally different. Yeah, yeah, you
0: can't. It's like you know, I mean, you can't even... be the same. Even like high school rivalries, the Glasgow Scotties for uh, and the Barron County Trojans, right there, you have a county versus city school that adds a completely different flavor than you know, say, you know, Warren East versus you know, Bullock County, you know, that type of rivalry. You know, it's it's it creates a, a flavor that you can really only see on TV in in a Hallmark movie, and I, I don't know what anybody. I don't care what anybody says, you know. A Hallmark movie just hits right especially <laughs> at, during the holidays
2: I mean that's kind of what I mean I have a lot of people tell me well we don't want Starbucks on every corner down here and it's like okay that's, that's fine not, no it's not what we're asking for <laughs> <laughs> we would like some you know coffee shops that are open later to do you know work in but that again it's just such um, you know kind of not being on the same page generationally when we actually do all want the same things, but we just can't figure out how to get there.
0: Yeah. And it's like that, that goes into support your local businesses. I mean, yeah, we don't want sure. a Starbucks on every corner. Fine. But at least support the coffee shops that are here. I mean, we've got King's cafe. We've got, uh, what's the name of that newest one that just came, uh, that just opened Southern on this main Southern cup. Yes. I mean, we've got shops like that. We've got, uh, that new uh, boutique that opened up right beside Kona Cafe, Kona Cafe, a neat little restaurant. Oh, like I, Yancy's, I got good food. You know, Plaza Theater. I mean, there's so yeah, we'll much there already that people yeah. really need to take advantage of.
1: Oh, and speaking yeah. of the Plaza, when you know when they're actually able to do things, you know they'll put on a show or a movie or something, and you know it starts at like seven, goes to at least nine, if not a little bit later, and you know, it'd be cool if when you get out of there, it's not either go have a drink or go straight home. You know, It'd be cool if there was an option for, you know, again, I'm not asking for every business to be open so late, but if there was at least a few things in that area, you know, within walking distance, or even if you just go and move to the other side of the square, you know, so you can go a little bit off, it'd just be nice if there was this stuff to do where you don't have to go very far (laughs) especially especially if you're tired you want to hang out maybe another hour and then go home you know yeah
2: that's what we're working on and I think overall a big part of you know what I aspire to do is there are young people here that want that people Mm -hmm. forget that and then people also forget the piece of okay your young people need to know that that's available because a lot of what I've done for the first year or so in this job with tourism is just educating our local people on what we have here because yeah. this is a really awesome place to live. And half of our local people, you know, don't know that we have, you know, Kenny's farmhouse cheese or they don't know that um, Yancey's has their cool mar- mural in the back or that Kana cafe is there. Like people just don't know. So that's part of it too.
0: Yeah, and it's it's a it's a shame, and that's you know I guess that's sort of my underlying uh, grievance. Yeah, is that if people would actually sit down and I mean I I looked at the tourism website and you've got everything listed there, you know everything that Glasgow offers, and then I'm I've, obviously some of the newer stuff is already on there, so it's updated. So it's it's. As much as people are on their phones, <laughs> little computers, <laughs> right. you, you know, just get on there and take a look. I think sometimes, I'm oh sorry, I think, oh, sorry. um, sorry. <laughs> we get excited. <laughs>
1: well, I was, um, you know, see, I think sometimes people like forget that there's a bunch of fun stuff in their own town. Like you may, like when I lived in Bowling Green, I was like, okay, I like go into the mall. I like go into Jackson's orchard and you know, but you don't really look at the town you live in for so much entertainment. Like, I'd go to the movie theaters and stuff and, like, Barnes & Noble, but uh, there's, like, so much. And in, in you're even in the smallest of town, if you just look, there's so yeah. much where you live. But you just think of that. You think of the town you live in, oh, this is where I live and this is where I have to go to work, you know, or where I commute to work. And then I'm just like, oh.
2: yeah and that too is what i loved about when that mural went up in july people were like that's not a very glasgow thing to do like where did this, <laughs> this looks like a big city mural and we're like well maybe this is a glasgow thing to do like- well yeah because there
0: was one there before which also kicked up a little dust uh <laughs> what about the history well, the history of it is that there was a mural painted there before, and people forget about that because it was, you couldn't tell what it was, period. So you well, put up they a cared new so bright, vibrant thing, it just, yeah. just that mural itself brightened up the whole square. Yeah.
1: Well, if they cared so much about what was there before, they should have asked for that to be repainted, <laughs> you know?
2: And part of it is just, you know, kind of, um, where my frustration comes in is, okay, well, if. I mean, people are going to complain regardless about any project.
1: Anything. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. It yeah. Matter, <laughs> but most of those people aren't actually doing anything to create the ideas that they say they want in Glasgow. So yeah. that's where I have to just
1: yeah, they just want to post on Facebook about it and then do nothing. I'm like, right. you can't complain about it and then not so much as like share a link or it, even spread the word. You're just going to whine about it and then and then what like and then what if you want change you gotta you gotta do it yourself
2: But i mean you know i'm game for any anyone wants to walk into my office and tell me an idea they have great let's do it but you i mean you gotta do that first step of bringing it to me yeah
1: right? they gotta tell you first you can't yeah. just read their minds from across town
2: yeah absolutely. <laughs> i had a girl come in my office who i knew anyway um And we're friends, but she's a local artist and came in and said, you know, Bowling Green has um, all these craft shows. And I go across the state to all these like barn craft shows with all these handmade items and you should have one. And I was like, "Okay." And we had one in Highsville in November and it was kick ass. So very cool. Anyone wants to do? (laughs) Like, I'm ready.
0: It's like when we get to go to Gatlinburg, it's usually the tail end of June or July. And they always have this Craftsman's fair that lasts what a week.
1: I think about uh, it. Was we like, have yeah.
0: not been able to go yet because we, we're always there right before it or right after it. But it's just well, they have it in the big convention center they have in downtown Gatlinburg. I and, love craft shows. Oh yeah! Can you just imagine something like that here?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it was wild because we had it at this new. Um, it was like a barn that's a venue, but the people in Highsville had just redone it they hadn't had any official events there um oh. so we just you know kind of baptized that and
0: did
2: it <laughs> and everybody came out. I mean it was it was awesome and it was you know in the middle of Highsville so yeah
0: and it, I mean really highsville's just a few you know what eight nine miles away so that's really not far at all that's it's about the same distance as driving from here to cave city
2: yeah and i mean we have people from louisville and lexington who just find these craft shows on social media and check them out so it was really cool but i mean that's just kind of what i was saying is anything people want to do we can figure out a way to do it but you have to collectively support whatever it is that you say you want you yeah, know for sure take the next step on it
1: uh, what's been your favorite project project to work on so far
2: um. So, event-wise, is probably the Highsville one I was mentioning. It was called Holidays in Highsville, and I really loved that because when I started this job, one of the main things I wanted to do was bring attention to places in Barron County that are not Glasgow, because Glasgow, you know, gets so much love and attention anyway. Yeah. Um, the biggest city in the county, but you know wanted to take people out to you know like Austin to Kenny's Farmhouse Cheese or you know to the Medcalf Baron line where Hunley's Grocery is and do things like that and kind of bring tourism to those places a little more and so Highsville was I mean it just worked out really well that we were able to have that and we had so many people tell us because we only advertised on social media pretty much yeah which is another thing I take a lot of heat for from older generations but (laughs) Um, you know, we did a $20 Facebook boost, I think for the event page and we had a thousand people in Highsville,
0: Wow! Which,
2: yeah. but it was really awesome. And the people in Highsville were so excited to have an event there that was that big. Mm-hmm. It was just really fun. Um, and then project wise, we actually, Matt, you said you checked out our website. So when I started, we started the process of rebranding with a professional agency um, and redoing our website. So we have a new website that should be, uh, probably next month, oh. um, with a complete rebrand, new logo, new colors, new mission mm. statement, values, all of those things. And that was something that I was really passionate about doing simply because I felt like we needed to, you know, just update. We needed a refresh on everything and, um, you know, be able to attract different types of people
0: yeah for sure oh absolutely i mean even small changes i mean draws attention and sometimes uh you know at least in this aspect uh, it'll be in the best of ways
2: yeah absolutely and part of that is just you know vibrancy and you know making sure that the logo and mission statement and all of those things really encapsulate what we're trying to push out there about glasgow in our area
0: what's your favorite thing about glasgow
2: um, I'd say probably, I, I really love the small town feel and I know some people despise that because you can't go <laughs> <in there. laughs> but, um, you know, I grew up walking or riding my bike to elementary school, so that whole little like Mayberry fairy tale. I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like Glasgow has got so many positives when it comes to that, um, And I remember going to college and everyone talking about how much they hated their high school experience. And I was like, I loved my high school experience. (laughs) It was awesome. Like Baron Glasgow games you were talking about. Just, I don't know. And you're able to have fun doing anything because we grew up driving around, not really doing anything in high school. So, I mean, I even remember people in college saying, well, there's nothing to do here yada, yada, yada. And I was like, are y'all serious? There's a Starbucks. There's a (laughs) way like there's a ton of stuff to do here. I feel like it makes you appreciate, you know, kind of the small town simpler things in life. And I really, I really do value that.
0: Very cool. Uh, so, uh, I would like for us to move into our questionnaire. (laughs)
2: Okay. I'm nervous about the questionnaire.
0: (laughs) No. He makes
1: it seem like some crazy thing. It's not. Oh, it's
0: not. Okay. It's not.
1: He's very, he sh- you should have seen him when he came up with it. He was so pleased with himself.
2: Okay, I'm ready. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so this is the Deadpan Studio Podcast 12. Just 12 questions just to help everybody get to know you just a little bit better. So, question one, what is your favorite word?
2: My favorite word. Is this interpreted however I want it to
0: be? Yeah, yeah. just whatever. My yeah.
2: favorite To say are like my favorite definition of a word.
0: Either way you want both. it to be. Yeah. Both. Yeah, let's do both.
2: Okay, um, this is not a plug for my job, but I really love the <laughs> Glasswegian? Did you all know that's what we were called? We're Glaswegians.
0: No, I did not. <laughs>
2: I try to throw it in like all kinds of random conversations because I just think it's awesome.
0: <laughs> I'm so, writing that
1: down because I've never heard of that, <laughs> he will, and he will not remember. <laughs> that's very cool. Um, What's the favorite definition?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, probably authenticity.
0: That's a good one. That's a real good one. I like that too. All right. What is your least favorite word?
2: Okay. This is not going to be within the tone of this podcast, but commode is my least favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that so not, Like on another level, I hate it kind of cringe when people use it. Oh, we <laughs> feel right.
0: the same way about the word moist. Ugh.
1: Okay. Well, that's so stereotypical, man.
0: Yeah, but it counts. But yeah. I feel
2: like tone is worse.
0: Yeah, commode.
1: <laughs> I know. It's like, what does it
0: where did that even come from? It's called a toilet. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I don't know. I just I hate it.
0: <laughs> uh what's your favorite part of the day?
2: Um probably I'm definitely a night owl, so I love Same. when I'm home for the night and everything's calmed down and that's usually when I do like most of my you know, emails and computer stuff, and I feel like most of my best ideas are at that time, because it's just me working on whatever it is I need to work on, and it's like my calm time.
1: That's me 100%. (laughs) After like 10 o'clock, I'm like, don't nobody need me for anything? I don't need to do nothing? (laughs)
2: Leave
1: me alone. (laughs) And everything's quiet and it's dark. Oh my gosh. That's definitely, I'm a night owl too. (laughs) So Let's see. Number four. What sound or noise do you love? If you have one. How many noise do I love?
2: Golly, um, I don't know. Probably rain. I feel like that's a very stereotypical answer, but
1: no, like I a like good rain,
2: rain swarm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Not the scary ones, but like the the nice ones. <laughs> yeah. There is, there's nothing more relaxing than a nice, soft rain. Yeah, absolutely. I like, um, I've been
1: for, gosh, like two, three months, I've been putting on different types of, like, sleep music on YouTube, because I got, (laughs) I got Uh, an overactive brain at night, so when I need to go to sleep, I've been struggling, so I started doing that, and most times I'm, like, I'm, like, out before the first hour is (laughs) over, I'll find, like, nine or ten hour long, like, compilations, and I mean... Yeah, it's pretty nice. Okay. Number five. What sound or noise do you absolutely hate?
2: What sound or noise? Um, after working at home for all of quarantine, I'm gonna say my dog whining. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, I
0: can see. What kind of dog do you have?
2: Uh I have a French bulldog.
0: Oh French bulldog. cute. <laughs> yeah. Aww.
2: I don't know how people are working at home with kids, bless them, because <laughs> Wasabi and I are not doing well together at all.
0: What's his name?
2: Her name's Wasabi. Oh, that's Wasabi. awesome.
0: That <laughs> is a great name. That's amazing.
2: <laughs> 10
1: out of 10 dog name. Thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, what scent brings you joy? What scent or smell brings you joy? The olfactories.
2: Um, <laughs> I'm going to say fall. You know, and you fall. can like Ugh. smell the
0: crispy and the leaves are
2: falling mm-hmm.
0: and fall. I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I am i got fall. I've, I've. She calls me a basic white girl because I like dude. As soon spice. as
1: pumpkin spice stuff comes out, he sees the first pumpkin spice candle, the first pumpkin spice food. He's like, ooh. I'm like, okay, white girl. <laughs> <laughs> you should have <laughs> seen this man smelling that pumpkin spice candle at Joanne's. I thought he was gonna fall over with joy.
0: <laughs> I did. I was like, babe, babe. Come here, smell this. I look, and
1: it's pumpkin spice. I'm like, okay. I mean, it, did, it does smell very nice, but I was just like, okay, you. Yeah,
0: then you turned around and bought me a couple pumpkin scented. Uh, no, you got candles. one. Oh, yeah, that's right. My
1: mom got you one, then I got the, the pumpkin waffle yeah, one. Yeah, even
0: her mom knows I'm a basic <laughs> white girl. <laughs> that's
2: funny.
0: That's very funny. On the uh, opposite end, what scent brings you disgust? Makes you sick.
2: <laughs> um... I'm gonna get heat for this, but I do not like coffee, and I hate the way coffee smells. Same. <laughs> and it's taking up the whole house. Um, yes,
1: that is that, me. Oh my god! Oh, and and then,
2: they're, they're like, that uh, makes me feel better.
1: And then the coffee grounds. Oh, that's even oh worse. God. I'm like, oh god. His yeah. mom. His mom drinks coffee, black, and then you know drinks like a whole pot of it before she goes to work, and then, <laughs> oh my god. Sometimes you it. wake
0: up and that smell permeates the house. Now, I, on like, the other hand, I like it yeah. because normally.
1: Well, she. Well, OK. I don't mind like a coffee house smell because it's not just coffee. There's like yeah, milkshake and, you know, cook like there's baked goods and hot chocolate and, you know, other stuff going on. There's other smells. There's like a relief from just straight up coffee. But if it's just straight up coffee, uh, uh-uh. okay. can't do it can't do it nasty
0: <laughs> now obviously you have your hand uh, like we've mentioned before you had your hand in a lot of different things so um, is there another profession or hobby that you would at this point still like to try to attempt
2: um, profession or hobby um, I'm trying to think I don't know what I would say to that, I do want to say that since I dropped out of city council this time, that is definitely something that I want to pursue in the future is running for office. So I'll say that. Cool. It's yeah. A
0: good, it's a good one. Yeah. You want right. to do the next one? <laughs> yeah.
1: If, if you have one, well, I think everyone has one. Oh, yeah. What is your favorite curse word? Even if it's not a stereotypical bad word.
2: Oh, okay. Um, I like to like compound my curse words to make up new curse words. <laughs> yes. So, you know, any like f***, any of those.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Classic. You would yell out in you know, a moment where you need to completely rant because everything's just going wrong, those are my favorite.
1: Word.
0: I hear that. For sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just got to get the frustration out and so then you're okay. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> All right, now this is this these next the last three here are a little more introspective, so it kind of just makes you think about you know sort of what you want. Um, now, if you could interview any famous person, living or dead, who would it be?
2: If I could interview, mm-hmm. um, probably Lucille Ball.
1: Oh, I love Lucy. Me
2: nice. too. She's- oh, I- Like my number one, like anytime i am asked, like, who would you have dinner with? Celebrity question. Always her.
0: Yeah, I I I tell you, she uh, she earned so much respect. She was very strong and uh, she just accomplished so many things and opened so many doors for, you know, women in general that I think that uh, she still doesn't get the respect she deserves.
2: No, she was super progressive and groundbreaking in so many areas. So yeah, and she's hilarious. So
1: oh. yeah, and she's funny. Oh,
0: oh my yeah, gosh. I mean freaking, just. They can love her. One of the big things I remember outside of her show was how she was on a, a guest on a game show. I'm trying to remember which one it is. It might have been uh, Password or something like that. And uh, she pushed through after just hearing about the uh, the death of her ex-husband desi Arnaz, and she just kept going it it's, how somebody can do that is unreal
2: oh wow i didn't know that
0: mm-hmm. yeah you can w- watch the episode and you can catch these little hints of you know her being sad being sad this Aww. little one. i'm not saying anybody go out there and go watch a video to make themselves sad Don't, i'm not doing that at all <laughs> i'm just using <laughs> that as an example to show you know <laughs> she was a complete professional and she was very strong
2: yeah, she was, I mean, and there are so many things through even just, like, I Love Lucy. Like, um, her and Desi Arnaz were the first, excuse me, like, international couple put on TV together. Mm-hmm. Um, or not international, I guess. I guess separate races put on TV. Yeah. And, yeah. Robert. and then she was, like, the first owner of a production company as a female. And
1: Oh, yeah, she did so much.
2: First woman, like. With her pregnancy written into her TV show, oh, and yeah, all. she was just awesome in Sony.
0: In yeah, we love Lucy. One of my,
1: <laughs> one of my favorite um, things. I can't remember the name of the movie, but it was in the I Love Lucy like storyline. But her and Desi are like on a camping trip, and they have like an RV and stuff, and oh, long, they're, long trailer. Yeah, and they're you know going through all the different states and whatever, and. She's taking a rock from each state because she wanted to, like, lie the driveway or something. When they got home, she's like, it's going to be so cool. And then, but Desi didn't know. So he was trying to, in the rain, I remember they're, like, trying to go up this hill in the rain. And he's like, why is it so difficult? <laughs> What's going on? And she's just like, oh, because there's, like, 200 pounds of rocks in the RV. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the
2: long, long trailer is a slept on Lucy movie. Oh, my gosh.
1: I think about that at least twice a month.
0: <laughs> well, I, One of my favorites is still the uh, when she <laughs> it, uh, her and her uh, best friend neighbor uh, stomping on grapes to make wine.
1: <laughs> or the chocolate, the chocolate and they're oh, like yeah. stuffing it in their shirt. Yes. Yeah. There's been so many spoofs of that. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember.
2: I, no, I was gonna... no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry
1: <laughs> when you're not looking at someone for the visual cues. They're talking, but I remember I watched Jake and Josh growing up, and they did they did a spoof on that where they were working at a sushi factory, or you know like the prepackaged sushi, you know like six or eight to a pack, and it kept getting amped up more and more, and they were like eating the sushi, putting it in their shirt, so. Well, that was funny. I was like, oh my gosh, they're doing the same thing, but with sushi.
2: That is so funny. Yeah, I saw. Have you guys gone to Bluegrass Vineyards ever in Warren County?
1: No. Oh, we need to go okay, to more well, places.
2: They came, <laughs> they came to that Holidays and High School show with their wine, and they have, I guess, every year, like a grape stomping event at their oh. vineyard. And I just saw it a couple weeks ago and signed up for it because I was like, oh my God. Oh my I love
1: God. That was it's gonna
2: easier. be
0: amazing. Very cool. Yeah, I just wrote that down. Okay, absolutely. Look into that, dude. A hundred percent. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, now, this is—it's along sort of the same lines, but well, we probably already know your answer. But <laughs> yeah. now, if you could have dinner with anybody—not—not not just famous, just anybody of your choosing, living or dead—who would it be?
2: That is a really hard one. I was gonna say Lucille Ball, but.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate to be
2: stereotypical again and say Obama, but I might say Obama, especially <laughs> just for the current times. That'd be a cool or idea. Donald Trump, and ask what he's doing. <laughs> You're
0: like, not the first person <laughs> to say that. That's amazing. That's hilarious.
1: I'm just look at him and be like, "What the heck?"
0: Be like, "Are you okay?" <laughs>
1: like a- physically and mentally, like what's going on? <laughs>
0: I
2: don't what? know. if Make it through a dinner. I'm gonna stick with. <laughs> Obama. Well, I I tell
0: you what. uh, Halfway through the cycle, doesn't have to leave. This isn't telling my what I've registered to vote as, but uh, you know, I've liked. uh, I voted for Obama the first time around, Uh, but of course, I didn't know any uh, the insides and outs about the causes of the economy, and I thought the economy was slowing down his second term, uh, starting of the end of his first term to be the start of the second. So I didn't vote for him the second time around. But I tell you one thing. That man, I could sit and listen to him give a speech for hours, no matter what the subject is. Love him or hate him, that man is a magical speaker. Articulate, yeah, a
2: speaker. and he has such good charisma.
0: He really does.
1: Yeah. It's Like he cares, and he can. He's not just yelling at people. <laughs> he never really
2: I feel like he cares yeah. about specifically. Yeah, yeah. You know, be here and
0: talk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, you know, my whole thing. It to me it doesn't matter what uh what political party you, you lean, you vote for who you think's gonna do the best job and do the best thing for the people. So um I've voted over my many years uh, <laughs> I'll be forty in a couple of years. Uh, Aww, <laughs> so okay. I have I've I, ha- I have voted on both sides of the fence. So it's just uh but yeah. Obama, I can see that. I could sit down and have dinner with that man and just listen to him talk and tell stories because he was on that. Uh, that did you watch that David Letterman show that they put on Netflix? Yes. He
2: yes. was.
0: He was on there, and time just flew, and I kind of got lost in what he was saying. Not like I got lost, but you know, yeah. I lost myself in it.
2: Right. Yeah, he's a oh. so great
0: speaker. Oh yeah. All right. So this one's the last one and of course this is completely hypothetical to everybody listening so we're not trying to don't freak out don't freak out we're not trying to push any sort of uh religious beliefs even though we're in the bible belt but <laughs> this is the one question that james lipton always asked at the very end no matter who he was talking to so as an homage to him and a matter of respect i asked this question if heaven exists what would you like god to say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates?
2: my god that's such a deep question (laughs) i I guess you did it good job (laughs) you did it good job
0: solid answer there you go yeah (laughs) usually it's shoot from the hip type of answer
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i don't know now all i can think of is what is the show on netflix um where they're in heaven the good life or the good oh
0: yeah yeah the good uh, the, the good, good place. place
2: the good place okay yeah i should have remembered that not the good life uh the good <laughs> place yeah that's what i'm thinking <laughs> so, it was like orientation when you got there yeah yeah it's
0: like i'll okay. well, tell you what if i if i pass and i run into uh tid dancing i might be scared i'm on a tv show <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: one of my one of my favorite answers to that question is is coming up in the interview being released on the eighth. It was it was pretty funny. It made me laugh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a
2: listen. Yeah.
0: Well, we have reached the end. Can you believe an hour has gone by?
2: No, that was quick. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, thank you, McLean. Thank you so much for being on here with us. We are definitely, definitely honored you were, you know. In your busy schedule, we're able to yes. fit us in. <laughs> Thank you so much for reaching out.
2: I was super excited to do it.
0: Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're going to bring this episode of Deadpan Studio Presents to a close. So we have been speaking with McLean Lessenberry and, Barry, and uh, she. you can find her information about anything she wants to do, Tourist Commission. Uh, do you want to give any sort of uh, shout outs to anything you're attached to?
2: Sure. Um, I will say, in the spirit of what we were talking about with kind of educating our local people, you can follow um, Glasgow Barron County Tourism on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Keep up with what's going on locally.
0: Cool. And if you have ideas, go to her office.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Speak to her in person.
0: That's right. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you all on the outro one more time. Thank you again, McLean. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, do the applause again.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll check Thank you on you. a bit. Bye. That's right. She deserves a round of applause. Wasn't she just delightful? I, I, I tell you. Uh, me and Kat, we feel like she's just one of our favorite ones to, uh, that we've had on here thus far. Uh, interviewing one on one, of course, we've enjoyed everybody that we've had on there thus far, and we'll probably continue to enjoy everybody that comes on here. However, she was just she was just a lot of fun. We uh, <laughs> we laughed about a lot of things. We talked about a lot of things, especially our um, shared love of all things local. Uh, speaking of local, please, if you do have anything, uh, in your extra in your pocket, please come out and support your local businesses. They need that support, especially during COVID and uh, the pandemic and everything else that's going on in this world. They really needed, including, um, one of our sponsors. Uh, I haven't mentioned them in a while, but they're sponsoring us again. Key dry cleaners. That's right. Um, they wanted us to keep the ad short until they come up with something a little bit more to their liking, but I want to go ahead and get this out there for them, and uh, they appreciate it. So, Key Dry Cleaners, uh, it's 403 Happy Valley Road, open Monday through Saturday, eight to one on Saturday, and six thirty or sorry, seven thirty to five thirty Monday through Friday. Then get take care of all your dry cleaning needs, alterations, and a uh, service with a smile. I mean, what more can you ask for? Especially very reasonable prices. I tell you, this business has been in. Uh, this place has been in business for longer than 20-plus years, okay? So I know that's kind of redundant when I say more than 20-plus years, but you get what I'm saying. Go check them out. Also check on uh, uh, Vanity Salon right there, right next door. They're awesome people. They do great work. Everybody that leaves there is just happy because they get their hair did. <laughs> anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed that interview with uh, with McLean Lessenberry. She's a great, delightful person. If you have any ideas, uh, like she mentioned before, if you have any ideas for something that someplace local can do, like putting on the Headhunters like we just had, um, just you name it. A bunch of different things going on. The the mural on the side of the Fine Arts Bistro building, which is very beautiful, and I'm very thankful that area is sprucing up and drawing more attention to this area because, you know what, we need it, especially right now. But anyway, one last time uh, before I get out of here. Uh, if you'd like to reach us, here, send me ideas. I'll forward them to her. She's a cool person. She'll talk to me. <laughs> Get me at deadpanstudio18 at gmail.com. Get us on social media, deadpanstudio18 on Facebook, Twitter, and the iGram Instagram. And of course, you're listening to us on one of the many streaming services that we are on. Currently, we're on 14. If there's any more out there, email us at deadpanstudio 18 at gmail.com and let me know where you want to hear us as to make it a little more convenient for you, and we'll get on there. So, of course, the ones that we do have, some of them include iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I love that we're on iHeartRadio. I just had to say Pandora, YouTube, as well as Podbean, .podbean deadpanstudio.podbean.com. That's our server there. That's a wonderful, wonderful site, so you can get it for, uh, you know, any of your uh, different uh, smartphones that you might have Uh, just go to their different stores and you'll be able to check it out or just go through your web browser or your computer. Just look for us, deadpanstudio.podbean.com. And we're there. And we're also finally on Amazon music under their podcast section. All right. Well, that's it for us. Uh, Kat isn't here for the closing uh, tonight um, because we recorded the closing on a different night. So (laughs) it's just me. It's your boy. Uh, Matt. So anyway, check us out and we'll catch you all next week. For this week, for Deadpan Studio Presents, for Deadpan Studio Podcast, I've been your host, The Matt. I love you guys. Check it out. Bye.